That was a great save by my guy Oh, What a save, eh? Looking like he was down and out. It's that pad desperation save. Scorpion save, yeah. yeah. Maxi, his shot, he scores! Welcome to the Code Rick Show. This broadcast is brought to you by Merbs for all the good stuff and the Swan Valley Star and Times for all your local news. Welcome inside the podcast, episode number two. Yes. Episode number one was fantastic. Um, you and I have actually had a, a, quite a few conversations about it so far. Yeah, we have. And uh, 94 listeners in a matter of 24 hours. That's unreal. When I text you, when I text you that number, all I got was holy beep <laughs> as a response. And did you ever think it was going to get that big? Even no. just even the first episode? I, I honestly didn't. The first episode blew me away. Yeah. 94 listeners, that's unreal. It is unreal. Um, so I guess this time around, we're going to add in a different flavor. And we talked about it last, uh, well, last week, and that is our first ever alumni. Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge for us. So coming up alumni. on the show tonight is Mr. Maxime Provence. Yes. And we had to, of course, uh, give him a call because he's over in uh, Montreal, Quebec, and yeah. you know he didn't want to fly in. We couldn't afford to fly him in here to Swan River to do an interview. So, yeah, you know, we're not we're not made of money. We money don't grow on trees for us. Money, well, money, <laughs> money, 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 money. That's just how that's it is. <laughs> I don't know. I I've always wanted a money tree, and I've never found one yet. That'd be so, so cool. Wouldn't that be something? Just money, plant a money tree. Yeah. Yeah, money tree. Who, 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 who needs a branch today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes, that's um, uh, one interview coming up on the uh, the show later on. Uh, coming up here in just a little bit, we're going to be talking to uh, current Stampeder player, Griffin Ayotte, yeah. who just had a, a fairly significant weekend. His first MJHL goal against the Portage Terriers. So we're going to talk to him about that and plus many other items there. And uh, Jackson Badowski is going to be stopping in, yeah, uh, a U- local. U18 Parkland Ranger defenseman. So, yes, that's all coming up on the show today. Plus, we're going to be uh, revealing the answer to last week's trivia question. We didn't find a winner. Yeah. So. so first week, it gets a check mark for us. Yeah. yeah I we guess we stumped them right off the hop. Yeah. And then we're going to, of course, uh, get into uh, this week's. Yeah. Trivia question. So that's, again, all coming up on the show here today. Um, first things first, before we get off to uh, Mr. Jackson Badowski, um, I switched up my script here, as you can probably hear the papers, and, and uh, it's messing me up a little <laughs> yeah, bit, but yeah. that's okay. Uh, we're going to actually talk a little bit about you. Okay. And you ha- right. your eyes just got big oh, there. Wow. So last weekend, and uh, you're going you're gonna to hear it coming up here in the interview, um, I had to fly solo. Yeah. And that's all your fault. Yeah, it is my fault. You, where were you? I... How come you left me hanging? <laughs> Why did you leave me hanging? Okay. Well, I was busy at my uh, other second job, I guess. Or, well, second, third, fourth? Second, third, whatever. Whatever it is. Fifth, I don't know. 67th, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, you're, you're man of many hats, too, yeah, over there. I was being trainer, announcer, whatever, athletic therapist for... The Swan Valley High School Tigers hockey team in Dauphin. Yeah, they were they were away in Dauphin last week. Yes. So so uh, we we had this conversation here the other day, and uh, you and I were talking about it. it. Being the announcer, running the camera, how is that 
plus being a trainer, plus being, you know, friend, whatever else you do there, how, is does it get a little crazy um, oh. schedule-wise? Oh, yeah, it definitely does. Um, I'm always running around. Don't like you. With, with, yeah, yeah. With, I, I know what you mean by yeah, running around. Running yeah. around like, well, we got new equipment, uh, new camera equipment and stuff like that. And I was carrying it over shoulder, shoulder, arm, arm. I don't know, even leg, head even. <laughs> but like, it was crazy. I mean, I don't do much for a trainer job. I just hang the jerseys. Sometimes I tape the stick most of the time. But yeah, announcing too, It's it can get hectic at times. But I always find a way to do it because I love I love doing it it's awesome I love being around those guys it's it's fun it's it's fun being a part of something it really is whether you're the marketing guy or you're the announcer or yeah. just being a part of uh, of something that that's always going to be there for you for the next couple of years uh, you started it last year. This year, you get to come up to the big leagues. You yeah. already did one game with the Stamps. Yeah, uh, going to be doing a couple more. I hear. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I'm what excited. is this? Yeah, um, I, I'm looking at the calendar, and no, I believe it's coming up in November. November fourth and fifth, I will be doing Hockey TV. And I was told I might have to be your sidekick, but I yeah. don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I'm. I used to do all that kind of stuff, and I don't know if I want to do it anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, but does. With, with with in me saying that, I guess is, is it nice for you to 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 be a part of something like that and to see it grow and to learn your skills and to hone them in and and, and move forward with your career because I know that's something that you want yeah. to do is sports broadcasting. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Um, I don't know. It just it's just something I've always wanted to do. I look up to those guys on like Sportsnet, TSN, you know, like that and. Being around those guys in the room, they're good buddies of mine. I've known them for my whole life. It's awesome being around them, and I love hockey, and I love watching it. And being a part of that team, it's it's fun. It's awesome. And I, I want to see where it takes me. Well, it's going to take you quite a ways there, young buck, because <laughs> of the fact that I've been getting uh, lots and lots of comments um, on, 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 on the broadcast there in, in itself. So uh, I, being a local guy, uh, you already have a huge following in in Swan River as it is. Uh, of course, being born and raised here by yeah. the old uh, curve in the river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess does that does that help you uh, knowing that you're talking to them behind the mic, or does that not really set into your your mind as you're as you're rattling off the play? Not really. Um, it, it's pretty easy actually. I find it. I, it just I, comes naturally. Yeah, it's naturally. It's just, that's basically it, just natural instincts. So. I know you're famous. <laughs> I, I, I buy all the text messages you got after the uh, the podcast there. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, uh, well, last week. Yeah. And uh, I got some I got some praise from the, the El Presidente. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he uh, listened to it and he says, uh, good job, guys. And I said, spend some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he stopped texting me back after that. But we are do we are, we are looking for more sponsors on the show. By the way, oh, yes, we, uh, we we have uh, about eight to ten spots. So if you yeah. you want to help out the show, um, that'll last longer. By the way, that's yes. how this works. Yeah. Um, so if you want to become a sponsor, if you're a business uh, person out there, uh, give us uh, an email, and that is to the code Rick Show at gmail.com. So if you want to get involved in the show, uh, make sure you give us an email there. 
Uh, we're going to take a short break to hear from one of our uh, sponsors, and we'll be back with our Swan River Prospect. Merv's is your number one shop for all things electronic. We stock gaming consoles, games, laptops, tablets, two-way radios, Bluetooth speakers, headsets, earbuds, Napoleon fireplaces and barbecues, TVs, cell phones, and so much more. When you think of electronics, think of Merv's in Swan River. Located at 601 Main Street or call 204-734-3252. Merv's, for all the good stuff. To, uh, episode two of the Code Rick Show, uh, and we are here with a local prospect, Swan River local. Gotta love them. Yeah, absolute, absolute beauty right here. It's Jackson Badowski. Welcome into the show, young sir. Thank you for having me. So, I'll lead with the first question, and oh, then yeah. I, I want Ricky to take over some of these because you guys are pretty good friends. Oh, yeah. you, you know each other probably for many, 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 many years. Um, so, my first question for to, to you uh, is is how did you find the Stampeder preseason to help you improve your game for U eighteen? Well, you know it's it's that next level, right? So it's everything's bigger, faster. Everything is harder to move pucks quicker. You got to make decisions quicker. It's just it's that next level gets you ready for like going back to AAA. You you just feel that much more ready to play against those guys that aren't as big, aren't as fast, and mean out there. Now, did you find it, um, I guess, same level of compete, uh, or was it a little bit more up here in the in the junior ranks? The speed, the the physicality, and, and stuff like that. Definitely more like faster, stronger guys. Like, not not like a incredible difference, but it's definitely it's there for sure. Well, it's preseason. I mean, they're not going to match up a, a, a 16, 17-year-old with a 20-year-old, so it, it's kind of a nice thing uh, that the whole junior leagues do that, so of course you don't get injured in preseason, yeah. so that you, know, you can go back and play a full season in, in, in AAA if, if need be, so yeah. um, no, that, that's fantastic. Um, I have a question for you. Um, I was I went to you guys' first two games in Dauphin, your home opener against the Winnipeg Wild, and you told me the, like a few days before that you got an A on your jersey as not as a rotating captain. So, my question is, how does it feel knowing that your coaches believe that you are a leader on and off the ice, hence the A, and what does it mean to you? I mean, it's a great honor to play for your home community with Parkland and getting that A just. It's a great honor. Like you can't do nothing better than it. Really, it's pretty awesome. So, are you a, a, a are you one of those speaking leaders, or are you more of one of those leaders that just goes out there and play, and you just say, "Come on, boys, follow me." Uh, I like to say I'm a little bit of both. You know, I'm a pretty vocal guy in the room, but I like to lead by example too. Like try to do what my captain Bo Eisner. He's really good at that, leading by example. Try to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, hopefully we'll get yeah. him on the show soon yeah. too. Yeah. Another question. Um, since you play with like Padge, Bo, Taven, Tyrell, yeah, uh, how's it been playing with those guys throughout your minor hockey, now AAA, and maybe even Stampeder days in the coming future? You know they're all really good guys, and especially uh, young boy Chuck. There, he's quite the character. 
No. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you guys obviously, I've, I mean, we've been friends for how long? Like a few years now. Forever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you guys have such good chemistry. I always watching you guys play. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Translate so. to the ice really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, well, uh, another question. What is your goal in this coming season for yourself individually and eventually moving forward? For me, I set a goal of breaking that 20-point mark in our league, which is it's not nowhere near impossible, but it's pretty tough as a defenseman especially. I and mean, the way I play my game, 20 points is pretty, it's a good goal I can reach. Yeah. Moving forward, next year, push for like, this year I signed an AP card with the Stamps, and yep. next year, maybe even getting a spot on the Stamps would be nice, but take her as she goes. Oh, yeah, that, well, that's, that's a great answer. That's a well, it's a good goal to have. I mean, that's that's why you play hockey, yeah. and that's 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 the ultimate goal. Is well, not to get to so much to junior, but to you know to, to get to college or maybe even the WHL or you know, yeah. there's always a, a a goal in mind and and set it high but not too high, right? That's what they always tell you. Yeah. So I guess I want to ask you a question about Parkland this year. It's it's a bit of a drive there. And of course, mm-hmm. then you guys will always go on your road trips, or you, you do that. Is it? Um, do you guys do you guys travel together with all the Swan River guys, or is it kind of you know everybody get there and then we'll get on the bus and then we'll chat there? Or is it a lot of carpooling? Uh, well, last year we had a third year player, Matthew Monroe, now with the Stamps, and he drove myself and Andrew almost every week, twice a week to practice. But this year I got my license, and now Andrew got his license, so we were taking turns, and then Bo was driving. But now our parents are kind of swapping. Between the weeks, so we usually carpool all together, though. Yeah, and we're getting into winter season too, yeah. so uh, that little safety yeah, factor yeah, yeah, there yeah. is, you know, is, you know, young drivers is okay, but yeah, you know, it's it's not the trust we always say; it's it's the conditions yeah. that could. Uh, so no, that that was a it was a, it was a question that I have, and, and and of course being from Swan River and having to travel to Dauphin or wherever to to play hockey, that was it's always a, a concern and a and a. And a good story to always tell there. So I guess, do you remember something uh, that stands out in your mind? Uh, goofballs that you, you were talking about uh, earlier. Uh, was there something funny that you, you can elaborate on maybe on one of those road trips to Dolphin? Uh, or are there too many that you don't want to say one of them now? I can, uh, well, in that first year, last year, when myself and Matthew, Andrew, he liked to sleep a lot on the way there. So... And it wasn't always the smartest thing to do, but... Was, it, Matthew, you, was it you that put the tape on his skates? Cats out of the bag. I think myself and Drew Mushmansky had something to do with that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So te- teach, him, teach him not to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. on a, one of our trips to Dauphin there, annual trips, Andrew was sleeping and me and Matthew just got the bright idea it'd be funny to break check him, so we... We're going, going on, cruising around probably 105, just a little over comfortable speed, and uh, slowed down a little bit, slammed on the brakes, and Andrew woke up, and he wasn't too happy about it. Face hit the back of the seat pretty quick. And <laughs> Next time he does that, get up behind a semi, and then just slam on the brakes and honk your horn, so I'll start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's, the, that's the fun of hockey. That's the fun of sports, is you get to do it with your friends, and I guess... The other question I have before we can we can uh, slide back over to Ricky because I know he's waiting to ask this next one um, is is it nice to have familiar faces with you um, moving up through the ranks or is it just kind of everybody is is 
there for one reason, and, and that's to you know get two points and get that championship? Or how do you see that? I think that having somebody that you're familiar with and having a friend there, it's makes the whole world a difference. You can just you feel more comfortable with everything. Like around the guys, you can as as two guys, you can go and meet new people, or you can like. It's hard to explain, really, unless you're doing it, but when you're by yourself, it's just that much harder to make more friends and do whatever, but when you're with somebody else, it just kind of happens more natural. Seems like the nerves kick in or something. Yeah. You're a little skittish. Yeah. yeah. But I have one more question for you, um, and it's more of like a memory state. Um, of course, you've played in the preseason games for the past two years now with mm-hmm. the Stamps. What is your favorite memory of those two games when you played with them? Uh, any good or funny memory that you have or anything? Um, I'd say my first preseason game last year, I played against the Dolphin Kings. And we had pretty much all 16 and 15, myself, 15-year-old, some 17-year-olds. And then we had Tyler Park, a wily vet there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just him having him in the room, he's not always, uh, always loud and everything, but he's just he's a good guy to have and... Got the boys going lots. I like that. And, of course, Wolfie being who he is, he's quite the character himself. So. <laughs> that is for certain. He yeah. is, he's uh, he's quite the character. Uh, so thank you for, for coming in, uh, giving some time, and uh, having a couple of chuckles with us on the, yeah. the Code Rick Show. Uh, I guess last question. Do you like the name, the Code Rick Show? I couldn't think of anything better. I know. I know. (laughs) We just threw it together. He always calls himself the Rick Show, so... Everybody... He is the Rick Show. He is the Rick Show. So I'm like, why don't we make a show and call it the Code Rick Show? So now it's a dual dual meaning. But uh, no, thanks for coming in, uh, giving some time to the show, and and, uh, hopefully we get to do this again. That would be awesome. Coming up next... A current Stampeder player. Did you know that the Swan Valley Star and Times offers both national and international passport as well as PAL photo services? Walk-ins are available Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. If you are looking for a print job of any kind, the Star and Times can make it happen. Professionally designed and printed, we offer competitive pricing to anywhere you'll find online. Business cards, signage, menus to personalize calendars and Christmas cards, the Star and Times is here to help bring your print job to life. We're just a mouse click away. In addition to hard copy subscriptions, the Star and Times offers online subscriptions. Stop by or call us today at 1204-734-3858. For just $39.99 or $0.77 a week, you'll receive a full year of dedicated local coverage found nowhere else. back in the podcast after a short little water break there potty break for ricky had to run away for a minute but uh we found a guest at the back door he was rattling away he wanted in here to talk it's griffin aod welcome to the show thank you for having me yeah so a big weekend for you um in in portage getting your first ever mjhl goal that must have been nice yeah it it took me a couple games to get it but uh it was actually nice getting against portage they're all chirping me off a bench and all that kind of stuff so Getting that goal and shoving it right in their face felt real nice, but uh, yeah, it was nice. Parents were there, my grandma was there, so it was a perfect time to do it. Now, speaking of parents, grandma, you're from down that way, are you not? Saint Je- Saint Jean Baptiste. Yeah, did yeah. I say that right? Probably said it, it wrong. It is. It's a little hard to say. Uh, it's a French town, so basically, I guess by saying French, it's Saint Jean Baptiste. 
Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, yeah, I said it wrong. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm, Everybody I'm, gets it wrong. I'm 18. I, I still <laughs> I still am bad at French. <laughs> hey, I'm no, so bad good. at it. All good. Oh, everybody's going to be yelling at me for that one. <laughs> so, but speaking of family, you do you guys have a farm there? Did you actually grow up inside town? Um. Well, my dad, actually, his parents had a farm, and uh, they sold that, and they moved into town. But, yeah, I've been living in town my whole life. So it's kind of been the, yeah, that's really about it. So any older brothers, sisters? Yeah, I'm actually the youngest. So I have a older brother, and then I have a stepsister. Right on. Yeah, and then I'm about to be an uncle in December, actually. Well, I guess oh. if you're the youngest, it's, yeah. it's probably yeah. going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do they get the name the... Do you get the name the baby? I did. I I don't really remember. I'm sorry. I don't really remember. Actually, no, I didn't. No, I that, that that's a lie. That's a lie. Um, I know it's a girl though. Yeah, I know it's a girl. So can you call her Graphene? Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna try to get that in there. Maybe slip it in there. Slip that in there. Yeah, right. in there a little. Start start making notes. Hey, yep. baby names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what do you, what do your parents what do your parents do? Uh, my dad's a welder, and he works at a semi-company. Okay. Like, he just makes trailers and all that kind of stuff. I worked with him and my brother during the summer, my uncle. It was kind of like a little family thing. Um, my mom, she works for a farming company. She gives out all the chemicals, all that kind of stuff, so. Oh, keeps the bugs off the food. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's a big part of our communities nowadays oh, yeah. is, okay. is, of course, agriculture. Yeah. So that's that's kind of neat that, the, see, small town, small ties. Yeah. So you get, small town is what it is. Oh, yeah. It, what's, what's the population? Do you, do you know? Five, six hundred people around. So, oh, so, it's, so it's moving to Swan River is fairly big. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a little bigger, yeah, like. I would say what Swan's about a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand around. Well, we got a little bit more than that. Oh really? Yeah, I think there's a little bit more. Yeah, I think we're talking maybe thirty-five hundred to four thousand. Okay, I think. yeah, math's yeah. a little wrong on that. But. Yeah. Well, if you Google it, it's I think it still says about forty-two or forty-one hundred people. But yeah. you know, of course, you get the kids moving away to college, and exactly, so yeah. those those numbers kind of dwindle after a while. Yeah. Um, so Ricky has a question and he really wants to ask you this one. Okay. Yeah. On the topic of like, uh, more people, of course, uh, when you play back in the under 18 league, uh, you play with a variety of different players that now play in the MJHL. Yeah. So like guys like Carter Southern who plays in Southern, who plays in the WHL with Portland. Yep. Uh, Cameron Parr with Spokane, Tyler Mraz with the freeze, Logan Fillion with Winkler and Mitch Clady with OCN. Uh, my question is, do you still talk to those guys and have any funny stories about playing with them or uh, any great memories? I, I do. Last year was an adventure cause we were all on the same team and, uh, they're all goofballs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was an adventure. Like there was some parts where I was like, okay, we're going a little too far or something like that. But, uh, whew, what can I say? Um, I want to say, I think one of the times we stayed in the hotel room. And uh, we, were, we were a little childish here. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> we woke up our coach at like two a.m. the one time playing. God, uh, what's that game? Uh, you knock, knock on their door. Knock 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 ginger. knock knock ginger. Yeah, knock knock ginger. <laughs> and we sprint. And he got so mad. He called the front office. Like there's some kids in this hallway. Call like just knocking at my door nonstop, and I can't find them. Like <laughs> so, can, I, can you tell us who it was that actually knocked? Was it uh, you or it was, was it? We all, we all did a round, so oh, it was like it so was everybody me, got in on this. Philly, it was all like the captains and assistant captains. So we we're like, <laughs> like all of us took a turn, and it was 
so funny the next day. Because our, our, our coach was like, man, like, I can't get any super. Like, why? He's those these stupid little kids are knocking at our doors last night at 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> the coach is mad all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and then secretively, the cat is now out of the bag, though. So yeah. hopefully he's listening and having a good chuckle about that years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, moving on. But, uh, you, of course, you had an A last season for the Hawks. And uh, you're a rookie in the MJ. But other than that, do you find yourself to try and be, like, a role model out there and be a leader on the ice or even off the ice b- despite being a younger guy on the team? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, last year, we uh, I was assistant captain. That was my first, actually, ever time being it. So it was a lot of adjusting and getting, like, used to being that responsible, like, being mature kind of thing like that. So it was a big step for me. And then as soon as my, I guess, Mitchell Lady, my ex-captain from, uh, um, I guess Pemina Valley, he left, then they gave me the C, and I was like, it was such a bigger role for me to have. And, uh, yeah, bringing it out here, like, I'm a rookie, I got to get used to everybody, like, just got to fill in my role. So I'm just trying to slowly get there and, uh, yeah, just kind of slowly, I don't know, uh, build that relation of being a leader kind of thing. So... That trustworthy and uh, a bunch of other things at this level. So I guess jumping to this year, um, not playing as many games as, you know, everybody hopes to play every game, but, you know, being that younger guy coming in and and trying to make your mark in the league, it's completely different from playing every night in in AAA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's completely different. Like, uh, my mindset, I just got to keep it positive. Like, yeah, I'm a rookie. I know I'm not going to play every single game. I just, every time I'm on the ice, I know I need to fill my role I need to get the puck in skate hard back check four check hits like all that kind of stuff just to prove that okay if I'm on the ice you can trust me kind of thing so yeah and it, well, from what I've seen we're, we're, we're yeah. seeing that day in yeah. day out here on the ice so <laughs> perfect that's that's always a bonus <laughs> hey that's always yeah. the bonus thing there um so I guess being in in your first year you got your first goal that's now under the belt uh, we talked about that right off the hop there. You know, it was a great feeling. Uh, is there any, uh, I guess, goals for this year? Uh, we can we can branch off from that. Uh, is is it points or is it just getting the you know your feet wet and, and learning the systems and, and learning the league and 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 knowing where to be, when to do it, and, and and so on and so forth. Yeah, like oh, don't get me wrong. Like getting a bunch of points would be nice, but honestly, for me, I just want to focus on like being that guy like I want to know the systems I want to like just improve every single day and like if I ever like need to ask a question like head coach Barry Wolf and assistant coach Dakota Mason like they're always there to help me out so it's it's perfect yeah and of course they always preach and we've always talked about it and I always say it is that they they preach you know one day at a time get better each and every day yeah and uh, from the start of the season to now we can definitely tell uh, you're no longer playing AAA hockey, no, young sir. No, you are no, now no. playing junior hockey, yeah. and it's it's completely different. And we're only what 15 games into the year, so yeah. it's a long season. It is. It really yeah. is. So, are you more of a guy that likes to, you know, maybe sit and analyze game film, or do you not really like that side of the game? Or I I know for a fact that like if you jump up to the NHL. Connor McDavid is a sponge, oh, and he no, needs no. that coach yeah. to, to show him this and to, to work on stuff. And, of course, they found one. But is is 
It, it, well, I guess there's a tie there, Gulletson, right? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should get him over here. Right? Yeah, yeah, we, we should, should get McDavid here. Get him and his dad to come down. Yeah, and, yeah, come on over here. Yeah. But is is that uh, something that you 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 strive on? Is to watch game film, get better, and and like the systems? Yeah, like uh, after every game, after maybe a day or two, our coach sends us our instat game. So like every time, I'm like, hey, I need to watch this. I need to see where I messed up, which play. Where could I have been? Like, what could I have done to, like, make it so it happened? But, yeah, like, I like watching, like, even my old games from last year. I like, screen record them, watch what I've done there, see if I can bring it here kind of thing, adjust with it. And, yeah, so I'm a big guy that likes to watch videos like that. Yeah, I, I know if I was yeah. playing at that league, I'd be watching game film all the time. It's yeah. just, it's something that, uh, you know, even while, while I do in your your normal life, it's, yeah. if you don't learn from your mistakes, you're never going to get better. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to make mistakes sometimes yeah. in order to learn from yeah. them. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, film, we noticed that oh, yeah. you point to camera after goals when okay. you're on the ice. Actually, I What's all that about. I actually thought about this, and I noticed that every single time that I point to the camera, I always point it to my parents. Cause my parents are usually behind the camera. Like, when I got my first assist there, my parents were right there, and I was pointing at them because, like, they were there for my first point. So I was like, I, I got to do it. Like, this has to be something like that. And then when I scored, they were right above our bench, so I just pointed there, and, like, you know, sometimes you just got to make it look like you're in the game a little, so you just point a little, look at him a little, <laughs> give him a little show. Hi, hi Mom, I yeah, made it, yeah. yeah, hi, Mom. Yeah, yeah. give him a little show, but, uh, yeah. Well, I noticed that uh, I was actually doing music, and you guys scored the goal, so I hit the goal song, and I look up, and you're skating by, and you're pointing at the camera. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what is he doing? <laughs> Where's where he pointing? Is he pointing at the sky here? And then he did it again in Portage, and I'm like, Ricky, we got to ask yeah. him. Yeah. We have to ask him what's going on here. I figured it's probably pointing at your parents, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know, you never know. Maybe yeah. it's for grandma or, yeah. you know, for grandpa or something. There's always a significant there. So we thought we'd ask that. Yeah. So that yeah. leads us into the next question. This is going to be an interesting one. We've seen, well, while Cody was doing the uh, player profiles, that your nickname is Coyote. There has to be a story here, and we must hear it. <laughs> okay, so actually this is, it's kind of funny because when I was younger, I played spring hockey. And nobody could find a nickname for me. Like, everybody would call me Ayote, like, because my last name's French, so it's Ayat. So they'd be like, oh, what's up, Ayote? I'm like, don't call me that. Like, we got, we got to figure something out here. <laughs> so when I was younger, we, uh, Coach finally found me a name. My nickname was Ayote the Coyote. Yeah, I saw oh. this coming. Yeah. I saw this coming. So uh, every time, I, this sounds like so bad because like I look at it now and like, it's like so like, cringy. Like every time I would score, I'd go by the bench and start howling like a coyote. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh. So what you're saying is I got to play a, a howling coyote every time you score now. I mean, that would be, that'd that'd be, be pretty cool. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> and uh, so actually it was during conditioning camp. We're walking by uh, coach's room. He goes, have a good night, coyote. I go, what did he just say? I back up. I go, what did you call me, Wolf? He goes, Coyote. I'm like, there is no way you just call me Coyote. I, I haven't heard that in years. So I, I, I love it now. Like, all so, the guys call me it, so. Oh, well, Wolfie knows a lot of yeah, people. Well, that's that's a scary thing, eh? He just picks up the phone and calls him. Why, why are you calling us, Gabe? This? Yeah. So you got Wolf and Coyote on the same team. This... There's got to be some kind of a connection we could do here yeah. during yeah. the games. 
Um, last question I got for you. Favorite teammate to play for, or I guess alongside or with, or, or however you want to state that, uh, this year with the Stamps? Um, I will, it's, it's kind of hard right now because uh, with my line, like we rotate a bunch of guys in because we still have in a couple more guys. But uh, as of right now, I like playing with uh, Hayden Pym. He's okay. a guy that, like, if, let's say, if I get absolutely blown up, he'll be that guy, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get this guy for you. Or it's going to be, like, he just understands everything. Like, like, we, like how I scored in Portage was he faked grabbing it mid-ice. I grabbed it, went down. He passed it up. Park gave it to me. I tipped it in. Like, it was just, it's like we have so much chemistry, like, since day one, since camp. So, yeah, it's been nice playing with him. That's great. Good stuff. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for coming in, joining the show, yeah, and no uh, we'll be back right after this. Merv's is your number one shop for all things electronic. We stock gaming consoles, games, laptops, tablets, two-way radios, Bluetooth speakers, headsets, earbuds, Napoleon fireplaces and barbecues, TVs, cell phones, and so much more. When you think of electronics, think of Merv's in Swan River. Located at 601 Main Street or call 204-734-3252. Mervs for all the good stuff. Welcome back to the Code Rick Show, and uh, we are now joined by our first ever alumni. Uh, this gentleman had uh, played one full season in the Swan River Valley, loved it here, and uh, we're going to bring him in. It's Maxime Provence. How are you, sir? Hey, how's it going, Cody? I'm doing good. How about you? I am. I've been. Uh, I've been very busy. Let's just uh, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I see that on the, the social media of the stats. You're at work right now. Uh, I'm always doing at work. Job. Yeah, I'm always at work. It doesn't matter where you catch me. I'm, I'm always doing something, hey? <laughs> That's good. We got work. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, how how are things been for, for you? I, I, I know um, it's it's been a couple of years since I saw you uh, in the Valley. Uh, you, you have come back. Uh, so let's start there. How have things been for you after the Stampeders? And uh, what are you doing right now? Uh, after the Stampeders, I went one year uh, to play CIS in North Bay uh, for Nipissing. Uh, I was on the right year, and I, then I stepped away from uh, hockey for a bit, for a bit, try to figure out what I wanted to do uh, about my life, the after hockey and everything. Um, played a couple of years of senior hockey here here with my brother, and uh, right now uh, I work in a shop. We do flour. I don't know. I think that's the way you say it in English. Flour, like to make bread and everything. Pasta. Yep, that's how you would say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, well, how, I guess. I guess the question is, is, how would you say it in French? It's just I lost a bit of my English. I'm now stuck in Quebec, so I speak mostly French now. You know. I know. I was gonna. That's one of the questions I got coming up here a little bit later on. Is is the whole language uh, barrier? And uh, you know what? Well, well, let's just bring it up right now. Um, moving to the valley. Um, of course, you being from uh, for Quebec and 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 uh, parts unknown over there, um, was that ever a huge issue uh, moving to say an English, uh, I guess English Ukrainian dominant town? Uh, not really. Um, from the neighborhood where I grew up in Montreal, and by playing hockey, and a lot of my friends are English, so 
I I kind of I wasn't worried too much about the English uh, aspect uh, going going forward because uh, I'll I'll always remember my my friend's uh, mom would always tell me when I used to go over before playing hockey. She would always give me rides, and she would tell me, "One day you'll you'll need it, Max. One day you'll need it." And that was the day. So, well, I felt pretty comfortable speaking English. Here in Montreal, like, since I'm in Montreal, it's pretty bilingual. You'll find a, a lot of English people also. So, no, I wasn't too worried for my English side. Now, coming from uh, a big city like that too, as such a small town, was that a huge transition for you? Was there? you know, butterflies or was there missing family members or was it just, you know what, I, this is a new opportunity and you kind of want to embrace it. And it actually went by rather quickly. Well, I, when I got there, I was looking for a McDonald's. That was the first shock I had. I didn't see no McDonald's. So, but uh, no, I was, uh, I was excited for the opportunity. Um, I questioned how I was going to feel about it, but uh, the teammates, my Billa family, and everybody, uh, all the fans were great with me. So it went really by quickly. It was my best year of hockey by far in my life. So I really enjoyed it. Even if it's a small town, it, I would always go back. Uh, that's why I always go back. Sorry. So yeah, your your time in the valley again, like you just said, was 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 short and sweet because you know a year and and playing sports and doing something you love, it goes by really quickly. But I guess. How was your time in Swan River? Like, if maybe some young kids are listening out there, going, you know, we're not sure small town hockey. You know, it's it's junior A, but um, is there maybe something that you know you could say to like, you know, maybe change their minds about you know coming from the city to a small town market, but uh, you know, still getting to play that junior A. Yeah, well, you got to get there with an open mind. You can't be uh, like uh, shutting your mind to oh, it's a small, it's a smaller place, smaller town. There's going to be less stuff to do. If you go there with an open mind, you're going to see that people are great over there. You're going to have fun. At the end of the day, you're you're doing whatever you love. So you're doing hockey, you're playing hockey, and you're doing what what you like. And I didn't miss Montreal one bit. I missed a bit my friends, my family, but I didn't really miss um, Montreal whatsoever. I had a lot of fun there, and it's a it's a great town to to get to know. Cold, well, and it but, is like but I, great. I, I... I, I moved over here uh, it was about 16, 17 years ago, and uh, it's exactly how I thought of it too. You know, moving over here for radio, and and it was it was get to town and see what it is, and and I've stayed and I've loved it ever since. I uh, you, I've moved here, so um, that that's a great way of putting it too for 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 well for anything really if you think about it. Um, yes. So your time here in the valley, it. Uh, there had to have been something that stands out in your mind. Um, maybe it was a billet family. Maybe it was a, a member of the community. Maybe it was an on-ice official or a coach. Is there somebody or something that sticks out in your mind and, and you can kind of still, you know, talk about it to, to well, in today? Well, I still, I'm still very close with my billet family, Brian, Rhonda, uh, their daughter, Anna and uh, Catherine. Uh, I wasn't seeing too much the boys because they were out of town, but I'm still really close with them, and uh, I developed uh, a really nice bond with them. And I still, I think I talked maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, we still talked, so, so they're in so so. They were very nice. They made my time there so much easier and so uh, so comforting. I had like a mom and Rhonda, and Brian was just like my dad, so. It was fun to talk to him after the games and just relax. 
sometimes have a drink with him. And yeah, no, it was uh, really them that, that helped me have uh, such a great time over there. It's nice when you have people you could go back to, you know? Well, that's absolutely right. And of course, Rondo doing uh, fantastic work with the team for many, many years and, and being the Villa coordinator and, and finding all uh, the young kids coming to the Valley a, a home with a loving family that'll take them in and, and, uh, and she's still doing it to uh, this day. So uh, hats off to her for all the hard work that she puts in. Uh, not a lot of people, you know, get to uh, hear about that or even see it so much, but uh, it, it's tough work. And, and you even got to stay with, with that family for uh, the year yeah. that you were here. So it's like you say, you, you, you can't speak enough about that family. No, no, I really can't. They're very nice people. And yeah, it's a lot of work without people like Rhonda. And all the billets family, there's no hockey in the, in junior A, really, you know. Well, that's so. right. It, it it takes it takes an army to to make a team uh, work every year, and of course, she's just uh, a part of that as well. So, um, maybe let's flip over to the hockey side here. Uh, you you picked up some points while you were here, uh, that's for sure. Um, looks like fifty uh, well, fifty four points or so in about uh, sixty five games. Do you? Does, does something specific stand out in, in your mind, uh, maybe a big goal or, or anything like that? Or was it just, uh, you know, you played and you, it was just didn't really care about the points. You just wanted to win a championship. Well, for sure. Uh, the first thing was the championship. We didn't get there, but uh, maybe uh, my biggest memory, my, well, I have two. Getting fan favorite was uh, something really meaningful to me. Like, uh, a French guy from Montreal getting the fan favorite, so it really touched my heart getting that uh, that award. And also uh, the overtime win against Verdun game two. I think we were in double overtime. Carter scored his hat trick. Uh, that was a nice moment. Also, the the whole playoff atmosphere in Swan was was unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I was actually at that game. I think I was uh, blowing the horn at that time. <laughs> it was, yeah. I kind of started, you know, it, it, it's funny too, because, you know, a lot of media folks out there, they they have that uh, that ability to talk to, you know, team members and, and board members and stuff like that. But they've been around the teams for years. And I remember first moving over here, I was in the crowd and then they kind of got me to do the horns. And then I was into the music. And then from there, it just kind of jumped up into the director of marketing. So, I've been around the team for probably a good 13, 14 years. So when you guys went through that uh, big playoff uh, push there, that was that was uh, yeah. that was a wild time for the Valley. And like you said, playoff hockey here, uh, even in our big run not that uh, long ago, was was unbelievable. And the fans, well, they certainly brought it. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Is I guess maybe from from your playing time here, is there like a, is there a teammate that you still kind of talk to uh, along the way, or a couple of guys? Uh, I still talk sometimes to Nick Herb, sometimes not too often, and uh, also Flanagan. I would say that they were, they were my uh, two buddies. Uh, I, I talked a bit at, uh, with uh, Hickaway. I congratulated him for his wedding. And also, I just let him know that the Montreal Canadiens swept uh, the Jets in four. <laughs> I try to remember him the most often I can. Was that a phone call or a text message? I bet you that went over well. Uh, he didn't answer my phone calls. I don't think he wanted. I don't think he wanted to hear my voice. He, he, yeah, he, probably, nice. he probably didn't want to hear you rubbing it in. That's <laughs> no, I was at game four too. It was a nice. It was a nice time. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I guess uh, you got me laughing now. So 
the, I guess my my final question here before we get into rapid fire um uh, is is there something um maybe funny uh you could talk about maybe one of the guys did something funny or or a prank or maybe it was even away from the ice and you just remember it and it was a funny story uh about hockey or or even the valley or maybe just at a you know at your billet house or or something like that I remember but I you I mean I have to go down the mirror lane. I'm getting old now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you got me good. I have nothing for you right now on that one. Well, I guess I guess that uh, that answers that question. <laughs> I have nothing. For you got me good. It's the problem of getting old, we don't remember. That's, that's yeah, that's, that's the it. biggest thing. But no, for sure, there was some moments that I can't just put uh, the finger on one, but. Oh, there's for sure a couple of good moments for sure. But okay, we'll we'll, we'll flip that question. We'll flip it over to the funniest teammate, maybe. The funniest teammate? Yeah. Uh, Tanner Hep was pretty funny, I remember, and I had good laughs with Nick and uh, Flanagan, also. So they were the good. That's good stuff. Okay, before we let you go, um, we're gonna get into rapid fire. I got ten little short questions here for you. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so number one, rapid fire question. Favorite NHL team? Oh. Montreal Canadiens. The Montreal Canadiens. I kind of saw that coming. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite movie? It's a French one, Licorice. Okay. Don't know what that one means, but we're going to have to Google it after the show. Um, your best pregame meal? Uh, steak. Steak and vegetables. Ooh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Um, maybe one song you don't want anybody to know that's on your playlist. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. I have a lot of them. <laughs> Shania Twain. They don't impress me much. Yeah. Yeah, Shania Twain for sure. I have some students in all too. I have a bit of everything. Sometimes yeah. I get my lovey dovey mood so. Yeah, hey, well, everybody does once in a while. Uh yeah. number six on the rapid fire question. Uh skydive or bungee jump? Skydive. Gonna go skydiving on that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh your dream car is uh Lamborghini. Snickers or Kit Kat? Kit Kat. All the way. I hear you there. All the way. All the All way. way. With yeah. a nice glass of milk. Yeah, yeah. We were <laughs> um first thing you'd buy if you won the lottery. Uh a house. A house. I thought you were gonna say the Lamborghini and the Kit Kat, but no, I'm not too much of a car guy. <laughs> Probably a Kit Kat company. <laughs> Kit Kat I'm not too much of a car guy, but a house would be nice. <laughs> and the last one, you've already answered this, but we're going to ask you again anyway. Uh, funniest teammate you have ever played with? <laughs> uh, Flanagan. Flanagan. I kind of figured that's where it was going to go again, but that's good. Yeah. Well, that concludes this portion, this segment of the uh, the Code Rick Show. Uh, we want to thank you very much for taking some time and talking to us. And uh, um, anytime we can get you back on the show, uh, we certainly will, Maxine. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, keep up the good work. And uh, go Stamps, go for this season. Did you know that the Swan Valley Star and Times offers both national and international passport as well as PAL photo services? Walk-ins are available Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. If you are looking for a print job of any kind, the Star and Times can make it happen. Professionally designed and printed, we offer competitive pricing to anywhere you'll find online. 
Business cards, signage, menus to personalize calendars and Christmas cards, the Star and Times is here to help bring your print job to life. We're just a mouse click away. In addition to hard copy subscriptions, the Star and Times offers online subscriptions. Stop by or call us today at 1204-734-3858. For just $39.99 or $0.77 a week, you'll receive a full year of dedicated local coverage found nowhere else. Inside the podcast, our studios from downtown Swan River. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> Welcome inside the studios. I don't know. I've, I've lost my train of thought there. But anyway, we're here to uh, tell you about last week's trivia, the answer, and give you this week's trivia and see if we can get an answer. Yeah. Last week, we stumped everybody. Somehow. The answer was Miles Mason. And uh, when we when we went and looked it all up, Miles Mason had a four-point night against Winnipeg here in Swan River. Yep. The other day, I went and looked it up again, and it seems to that they've moved an assist away from him. So technically, we still don't have a four-point night. Really? Yeah. So go look it up. It's gibberish. <laughs> I can't swear, so I'm going to say it's gibberish. Jeez. But yeah, it was it was recorded as a four-point night for Mr. Miles Mason, so he was the first one. Yeah. Uh, of the of the uh, 2022 campaign here yeah. uh, to to get one, so uh, that was the the trivia question and answer of of for for last week. You have a really good question for this week. Okay, it stumped me for about a minute. I had to Google this one. Yeah, but it's actually really easy once you think about it. It is very easy. Actually. So do you remember what the question is? I'll let you give the question here. All right, it's yours. Yeah. So, which former Stampeder defenseman? Ooh is now a head coach in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. That is a tough question, yes. but you have to start thinking. What former Stampeder defenseman now coaches in the MJHL? That's a tough one. It, it is, is a tough one. So if you want to answer that, you're going to win yourself a cool prize. It's the uh, the Code Rick Show sticker. Oh, I still think we need to get something Well, we, we need sponsors here to step that's... up and, and give us some prizes here to hand out. So yeah, that's true. We've got other prizes. Is you know they, All they have to do is answer it. So if you want to answer uh, the question and uh, be the first person, be the first person to, to get to, to win to win a trivia to, question to win to win and, and all those bragging rights uh email your answer to the code rickshow at gmail.com so yeah. again that's the code rickshow at gmail.com we'll be back right after this for our closing statement Merv's is your number one shop for all things electronic we stock gaming consoles games laptops tablets two-way radios Bluetooth speakers, headsets, earbuds, Napoleon fireplaces and barbecues, TVs, cell phones, and so much more. When you think of electronics, think of Merv's in Swan River. Located at 601 Main Street or call 204-734-3252. Merv's, for all the good stuff. go that is going to wrap up the show for this week 
I like this. This was a really good show. It was. We had past, present, and future Stampeders uh, on the show here today. We had, of course, uh, Jackson Badowski, Griffin Ayot, or Wiley Coyote. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty cool nickname. And, um, well, Maxime Provence. Yes, sir. Uh, probably said that wrong, too. He's going to phone me up. He's like, dude, you got to <laughs> stop saying my name wrong. <laughs> Uh, but it was a great show, funny stories, this is what it's all about, just sit and banter and, and talk about, uh, you know, well, if you're past uh, Stampeder, how it was for you here, and, you know, just give words of wisdom like Max uh, did uh, earlier there, and and uh, about small town hockey, and if you, you just want to play, go, it doesn't yep. matter where you play, just, That's right. just go play some hockey. Yep. Uh, what was your takeaway from uh, today's show? Oh, I really liked the interviews, obviously we had... Well, Jay Barr in here. Um, good friend Griffin. of yours. Yeah. Good oh, friend yeah. of yours. Love seeing him all the time. And then uh, Griffin Ayotte, always a good guy to talk to. He's fun to talk to all the I, time. I, so I loved his story about the knock-knock ginger. That was I, hilarious. That one will stay with me for a while. Yeah. And oh. then uh, I, of course, wasn't, I was absent for Maxime Provence, but it sounded like it was a pretty good interview for with him. So Yeah, smarten up, hey? Yeah. Yeah, so next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're a busy guy, so uh, I had to unfortunately do that one uh, myself. I had to fly solo, yeah. as they say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, great show. Uh, thank you to uh, all three of our guests uh, for coming on the, the Code Rick show. Uh, we are still looking for sponsors. Yes. So we have a few more spots available there, like, I don't know, 50. So Around there, yeah. You want to spend some money with uh, the Code Rick show? Keep us uh, active. Give us your money. Give us the money. <laughs> Give us some. Actually, you know what? Uh, we should probably say Happy Halloween, too, because that's coming yeah. up. Um, or tomorrow. Yeah. So Halloween is coming up tomorrow, so uh, everybody make sure you stay safe out there. Yeah. You know? Lots of uh, tricks and, and no treats. Okay, so thanks for tuning in. That's going to end off episode number deuce. Tune in next week. Find out who we bring. I'm not telling anybody this time. Nope. Nope. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. You're going to wait this time. This is a secret. So nope. we'll see you next week.